1: And today we are dishing about how we do date nights in or how we did date nights in. But first, a little catching up. Gina, what's going on?
0: Just a couple things. I'm excited. I, you know, I'm trying to get Paige involved in more things and Cameron as well, I guess. But I've really been focusing on Paige a lot lately. She said she wanted to start tennis lessons. So I did find a private coach. We're going to start in May. I don't know, we'll give it a month, see how she does, uh, but she, we went out a couple times in the last month, and she really enjoyed it, and they're just 30-minute classes, which is perfect timing, because I feel like after 30 minutes, she'll probably get bored and, and want to be done. And even her, the person that I found to teach her, even said she can bring a friend if she wants, so she can teach them both at once, which I think would be I think she would really, really enjoy that. So that's exciting. That's something to look forward to mm-hmm. about the spring slash summer. Are you guys doing also, weekends or evenings? Yes, probably weekends. That just okay. makes more sense. I, I, you know, I hate doing evening things. It's just, I'm already so rushed. Yeah. but I also just thought about this. I wanted to to tell our listeners, okay, here's, here's the deal. I just had one of the worst PMS sessions, you know, 10 days session, <laughs> PMS time of my life ever. I mean, it was terrible, Nicole. I was hmm. so moody. I literally broke out so badly that I feel like I actually had to make a dermatologist appointment. Like this has got to end. I mean, my zits, terrible. I feel like I'm, an, I'm a teenager again. What else? I, I mean, just everything about me, I, I couldn't sleep. And that's kind of par for the course, but it was worse, worse than ever before. And I started thinking about it and I was like, what? Why all of a sudden is my, is my period PMS so terrible? I'm in that study where I, I can't take a multivitamin for a month and I can't take uh, any, uh, anything extra. I can just take my Zyrtec and my Synthroid basically. And I was like, oh my gosh, I usually also take magnesium. I learned in graduate school, and this is so, so important. If you take magnesium and calcium, a little bit of extra calcium every day for the 10 days before your period, it helps with pretty much all symptoms of PMS. And that's what I normally do. I wasn't even thinking. And since I can't take those this month, I mean, and this was not like a placebo effect. I wasn't even thinking, oh, I'm not taking magnesium or calcium, so this is going to be a bad PMS. No. I sat down one day and I was like, what is going on? And it dawned on me. So that stuff works. If you're looking for something to help you with your PMS, just get a little bit of magnesium. I think I take 250 milligrams. Right? We had this, we had this mm-hmm. one. That. I'm pretty sure it was, it's 250. And then maybe an extra 250 to 500 milligrams of, of calcium. I am telling you, I think that stuff is magic. Don't buy that flow stuff either because someone was telling me about that flow. There's a FLO uh, like supplement that you can take for PMS, it has dangerous herbs in it. I would never ever take that stuff. So if you mm-hmm. take it, you can actually message us on Instagram and I'll kind of explain to you why I would never take it. Just stock up on some magnesium and calcium before your PMS before your period, like 10 days prior, I'm telling you it works. Okay. That's it. You just <laughs> talked
1: about your period. I'm like, I have to talk about this on the podcast. <laughs> oh yeah. Before we started, I said, if I, if I didn't have PCOS, I would think I was pregnant. Um, <laughs> and if Mark wasn't, didn't have a vasectomy, um, <laughs> <Right>. that too, <laughs> multiple <laughs> reasons why I'm not pregnant. Um, I, well, you know, Gina, that that royally sucks. I, I have zero PMS mm. symptoms that I can mm. really. Yeah, I feel like I'm just like a good men's, menstruator. I don't know. Nice. I just, just. Oh, my gosh. I, I don't know. Well, well,
0: truthfully, Nicole, I don't really get that. My only real side effect is or symptom is the sleep, because when mm-hmm. I went into my my dermatologist or my my gynecologist. And he said he wanted to put me on the Lexapro. He's like, it'll help you with all PMS symptoms. I'm like, no, literally the only one I have is that I can't sleep. And, but no, 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 not this time. And this time I was a, oh, it was, it was, it was not fun to live with me. It wasn't fun to live with myself.
1: Oh. So and the mask, I, I know a lot of people like mask knee. Yes. Uh, do you think it's attributed? I wanna I wanna that?
0: say I, I don't wear a mask often enough for it to really matter. I mean, even uh-huh. when I was wearing it all day when I was working in the operations where I work, I didn't have it this bad. Huh. Okay. So I don't know. I don't and I, and I'm not saying that magnesium and calcium has anything to do with acne because I don't know if that's actually supported by research. I'm talking about moodiness and bloating. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the deal is with the acne though. Maybe it does. Maybe it does help, but I am I'm going to see a dermatologist. I just can't handle it anymore.
1: Hmm. Yeah. I'm sorry. Thank you. That sucks. <laughs> uh, magnesium is wonderful for headaches as well. For anybody who suffers from them, that's what I take it for. No. Um, which is probably my only PMS symptom if I have one. So um I am working, a nurse I know from Inmar Health System had come into my office to pick up something and said that he had just come from working one of the vaccine clinics for the community and was telling me about it. And he had me in near tears. He was just describing, you know, these individuals coming in. And this was in the one, don't quote me on this, but the 1B category. So the 75 and up Um, Again, don't quote me on that, but uh, just older individuals, you know, that were just in tears over, you know, not having seen their family for nearly a year and just just a lot of just rewarding times. He said it was just just pulled at your heartstrings the entire time. And I was like, well, I want to help. Like if I could be of help in a vaccine clinic, like I I want to do that. And I I get to go this week. I'm so excited. So I'm going to spend a couple hours um in a vaccine clinic on Wednesday. I'm really excited. Oh, nice. Um yeah. Whatever we can do to help the vaccine efforts. I know our local health department. I know several of of the people who work there and they are just exhausted. It's um, you know, our community health workers are struggling. I mean, they have been working day, night, weekend, holiday this entire pandemic and and they're whipped. Um, and they thought mm. it was, you know, they were working hard before, like when things were surging. Now mm. it's mm. it's double time. I mean, if it wasn't double time before, it's triple time now. So uh my heart just goes out to them. Um, A book recommendation, The Things We Cannot Say by Kelly Rimmer. If you – and I think I recommended this one to you, Gina. If it is uh, historical fiction. Oh. But it's an easier form of historical fiction. Just a beautiful story. I I think it's probably my favorite um Holocaust book that I've read.
0: Oh, it's a Holocaust. Okay.
1: Um, I would highly, highly recommend it. And then just another fun thing that our community is doing – and I, I don't know if you guys have them in Columbus – I feel like they're everywhere, but in these cooler climate areas to be a COVID safe kind of activity, there's these igloos that are at restaurants, they're at breweries, but you can rent them. um, And then you have kind of your private, um, you know, climate controlled at least like out of the elements type of uh, cute little thing to do. So we uh, took the girls and we played Zingo in our igloo on Friday. It was a lot of fun. And it was pouring snow. It was pouring snow. Had we not had the igloo, igloo there's no way. And it, it, there's a little heater in there. It keeps it quite warm. The girls did not wear a jacket the whole time. And it was 30 degrees outside.
0: My kids would love that. They hate wearing coats. I mean, <sighs> what what kid loves it? No, no kid.
1: You know, speaking of weather, Gina, there in Columbus, you know, my watch buzzes at me first thing in the morning when I get up, Gina completed a four mile run. I'm like, what? <laughs> Are you seriously out in this weather running?
0: I actually, yes. I, it, it's not bad. I mean, I bundle up. I wear a very thick jacket. Yes, I am. And I love it. I actually really like running in the dark. <laughs> Hopefully like a stalker is not listening to me right now. But <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Cause I have a stalker. Um, Yeah. I, I don't know. It's it's not bad. It's not cold. I'm not cold. I, I warm up pretty fast. Yeah. Do you wear like gloves, hat, oh, yeah. like the whole bit? Oh yes. Yes. Do you love sweat? Me. I, you know, I don't sweat much anyway, but I do, I do end up sweating, actually, yes. The jacket I have is a, is a down jacket. I think it's North Face, but it's super, super lightweight, but it's super warm. So it's you don't, perfect. like, wash it every time you run? No, but Nick thinks I should. <laughs> He's like, he plugs his nose when I walk in. It needs to be washed every
1: time, but I don't, no.
0: <laughs> I only wear it running. No one is around me. No one, it's fine. Every, all good.
1: Uh, you know, mad props. I don't know how you do it. I'm like cuddled in bed, trying to convince myself to like pick up my phone and start looking at my emails for the day. And my watch is literally like, Gina just ran four miles. I'm like, oh, I want to be a morning exerciser. I used to have this
0: conversation. I did not used to be either. And now I could never go back like on tomorrow. I'm going to have to work out after work because I have to get my blood drawn in the morning. I'm like angry about it. I hate working out any other time other than the morning. I did. So I used to be you, Nicole.
1: I know. I, I, I might be a lost cause, but anyway. That's fine. That's fine. All right, Gina. <laughs> do you want
0: to? <laughs> yeah. So before we begin, just a quick favor to ask. If you like this podcast, please write us a review. Reviews on iTunes are everything to us, and they really help us reach more
1: people. So, of course, we'd appreciate it so very much. Awesome. Well, Valentine's Day is coming. And if you're anything like us, you might feel like every date night starts to look a little like the last. We've all been there. Uh, heck, we're still mostly there, and that's okay. However, <laughs> Gina and I, we challenge ourselves to creating a unique experience for the hubbies. So we're here to share a bit about what we planned and what the guys thought of our efforts. So. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm totally going to go first because I think yours yeah. was probably a million times better than mine. No I did way. not put enough effort into this.
1: Really didn't. No, I, then you haven't, then I haven't given you the full scoop. So, okay. What would you say your ideal romantic night look, looks like? And what about, mm-hmm. what about Nick's? Yeah, I would say,
0: and, and I think Nick and I are actually on the same page because I did talk to him about this. Good food. There has to be good food involved for me. Good drinks. Although he also likes a good mocktail. He'll, Typically order whatever I order just without the the alcohol in it. So he likes good drinks as well. Great conversations, you know, not just talking about work or the kids work and the kids back and forth, which is, you know, par for the course, you know, a good topic of, of conversation. That book has been super helpful. The eight, eight dates book. Uh, I would say I, we also really enjoy watching shows or a movie together. And that's something that we just enjoy doing together, even though it doesn't really involve talking, but. You know, we're cuddling and enjoying something together. So we do, we we like that. And of course, you know, the ending uh, usually upstairs has to be involved as
1: well. So yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. What about you? (laughs) Basically the same. Good food, good drinks. And for me, no dishes. Um, Oh, yeah. So trying something new and perhaps like a dining experience and hearing you talk about, you know, conversation. Is it about the kids or work? That's where we naturally fall. So I think for me, finding an experience, particularly if it has to do with food bonus, yeah. uh, but that mm-hmm. helps to create like a memory for me versus it just being like an everyday conversation. So yeah. I think of like hibachi or a cooking class or just something that's interactive. I, Mark for Christmas got me like um, a cocktail um, class with, it's for six people. Oh, cool. So, yeah. I love that. It's COVID delayed, of course. When are we, when course, are we coming? But- uh, totally. Do you guys want to? That's a great idea. because um, yeah, Nick doesn't drink. I think he'd love that. <laughs> well, we could do mocktails for him. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I would throw in there, uh, you know, other than good foods, good drinks, and no dishes, and some type of experience, I would like to be somewhat dressed up. I do her scrubs most days to work, um, so... I mean, the bar isn't real high, but I would also like to receive a compliment or some type of recognition Mm -hmm. for the effort. Mm -hmm. Uh, Words of affirmation is my love language. So I guess for me, that would make it a more romantic feel. Um, And that is like Mark's, how he shows love the least. (laughs) So I know it seems super basic, but we're working on it. Uh, Mark says his ideal romantic night would be something he says just different and planned out. So whether that's going somewhere or staying in, but not just Netflix and chill and literally Netflix and chill. I mean, there might be some quote chill, um, (laughs) but still that wouldn't be anything like unusual or romantic, I guess. Right. That's what we do every night. Yes, I I agree.
0: You know, I forgot to add something else that's super important when it comes to date night and this is going to sound terrible, but whatever, is not having to put my kids to bed. So we will go out sometimes kind of early and then we won't come home until the kids are asleep. I know with your kids, you can just snap your finger and be like, go to bed. (laughs) Our kids are a little bit different. It takes a good, you know, 30 to 40 minutes to get them down. Not because they don't sleep well, but because they like a routine of books and songs and maybe one game and yada, yada, which I do generally enjoy. But if someone else can do it for one night, I'm all about that.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: actually, we went out to eat on Saturday. And when we came home, I, I texted my brother, was actually watching the kids. And I was like, Are they asleep yet? And he's like, Well, I just put them to bed, but we, we didn't really have anywhere else to go. So we walked in, and then lo and behold, they both heard us coming in and they ran out. But the, the, the majority of the bedtime routine was done. We just had to give him a hug, kiss, good night, see ya. So, anyway, so, so that's okay. important to me. And, to, and, and Nick would definitely agree with
1: that one. That's changed for us too. I mean, we always used to go because our kids do go to bed relatively early. Um, it used to be earlier. We would get the kids down and then go out, so mm. we didn't have any like parent guilt about missing time with the kids on the weekends. Mm-hmm. Um, but now we're. I agree with you. I'm like, can somebody else put them to bed? Not that it's yeah. time consuming, but it, it's it still it makes it feel like a night off, if you will.
0: Uh
1: huh. Uh. Okay. So, what does a typical date night look like, and how often are you guys going on dates or just having one on one kid free time? So we
0: typically go on, I would say, anywhere from two to maybe four. It's probably more like two dates a month. And it's always kid-free. I would not consider a date if it's not kid-free. Truthfully, I, yeah, they take over the whole conversation and and the whole atmosphere. So it's definitely got to be kid-free. It's generally... I would consider a date, even if it's just the two of us and a couple other people or another couple or two, I, I still consider that a date. Sometimes I actually enjoy those dates, like what you just did with Jess and her looks like boyfriend. Mm-hmm. I, I enjoy going on double dates or triple dates or going with another group of, of adults, um, but I'm still with, you know, Nick and we're enjoying ourselves with other people. Uh, but generally I aim for one date with just the two of us and then maybe one or two out with other friends. Uh, sometimes when it's just the two of us, it'll be a lunch date. We are both. We have a, a flexible enough schedule where we can go on a lunch date. So we've been doing some of those lately, especially because during lunch it's typically a little bit less crowded. So with COVID, it's been nice to be able to have that opportunity to go to lunch somewhere where you know it's just not as busy. And let's see, what was the other question? What does a typical date look like? Yeah. I would say generally our dates are pretty, we don't do, we need to get better at doing more of the experiences. We used to be really good about doing cooking classes at Sir La Table, or we would go, there's some, you know, different tours around different areas in Columbus where we could, like a walking tour where you could try different foods, experiences. We have not done those lately. I want to get back into doing that. And I'm talking like in the last two years, we haven't even done that. So generally, lately, our our dates have been going to a restaurant, ordering good food, having good conversation, and then coming home. So pretty basic. Uh, yeah. What about you?
1: <laughs> yeah, same. I mean, <laughs> we may have like a, we'll split up a beer maybe at the house uh, while we're getting ready, or just kind of cuddling with the kids before we leave. Um, if we stay home, uh, and then yeah, typically we would just like. Go to dinner and come home. I mean, we're not we're just not that couple who's like, Oh, let's go for after dinner drinks and i, I we're just yeah, it's not us. Yeah. So we yeah. would basically just have like a leisurely dinner and uh, t- typically a little bit later, like we wouldn't go out. we wouldn't have dinner before like seven o'clock. I would say mm-hmm. that would be like an early dinner for us on the weekend. Mm-hmm. um and that's mostly driven by Mark, but um yeah. if we stay home, we would like probably light a fire or perhaps take a bath. but we basically go out or plan a date night in loosely, not quite like we did for this, uh, pre-COVID weekly. Every Saturday night, for sure, we were going out. Um, And we've done that since the kids were born. We've really maintained kind of that as as a sacred time for us. Um, And because I like to cook and eat at home like all week long, almost exclusively that on the weekends, we just crave that change. So it's time for us. And it's time that, yeah, I can get out of the kitchen and not be doing dishes and all of that. So yeah, yeah basically just a dinner out. Like that is our standard.
0: Okay. So when you get in the bath together, <laughs> are your kids asleep? Oh yeah. Okay. I just, I, I'm picturing where your bath is. I, wait, is it in your room?
1: Yeah, it's in our room.
0: Oh, okay. I was thinking mm-hmm. of a different
1: bath. Okay. Yeah. And it's a big old like sink tub. We even have like a yes. tea, a TV in there. So we we could watch TV in the bath if we wanted to. But that's we right. watch Netflix or like a TV show that we're into basically every night. So I think for us, like going out on the weekends, we go out later so that we don't just come home and watch TV because that's what we would do every night. So right. just kind of changes right. changes things. So how would you typically spend Valentine's Day? And is it a holiday that's meaning to, meaningful to you guys as a couple? Any traditions? Yeah. So no, we're pretty blah. I will say for our
0: first six years together, we went to this really swanky restaurant here in Columbus called M. And I would say that dinner probably cost a total of, you know, about $250 after everything was said and done. And that was back when Nick did drink and we would, you know, we were young and you know, spending money like it was nothing. <laughs> um, so of course, I'm sure we probably had a couple bottles of wine, who knows? But Uh, So, so now it's, things are definitely a little bit different. I would say we stopped going to M even before we had kids. It's just not, it was actually super cheesy. Everywhere we would look, people were getting proposed to. And I just, I just said, Nick, can we just stop coming here? This is absolutely ridiculous. I always told him, if you propose to me on Valentine's day, I will say no. (laughs) It needs to be out of the blue. (laughs) And especially at a restaurant. I mean, I, I hate to say that in case anyone was proposed to at a restaurant on Valentine's day, but that's just not me. So I made it very clear that that's not what I want to be proposed to or, you know, again, at a restaurant with a bunch of people, you know, looking and also, also being proposed to. Anyway, not my thing. I would say now it's a little bit different. So Nick generally gets me. He knows I don't love flowers. I like flowers, but I've had enough roses. I don't need roses. I'm done with roses. I just want dessert and I want it to be chocolate dessert. And so he knows he, he goes to the store and always comes home with delicious something whether it's a a little you know cake or tart or cupcake with lots of delicious chocolate or just little candies oh but he he knows what he's doing that's for sure (laughs) sometimes he'll get me some lingerie and generally he'll make a dinner and it generally consists of some type of a fish like a surf and turf with a steak and we put the kids to bed and do our thing so i would say the last probably five years, we have done Valentine's Day in, and it's you know involves you know drinking a delicious dinner, generally a lot of dishes, um, a dessert, and lingerie.
1: <laughs> yeah, sounds perfect.
0: You no know, one can you even get a table on Valentine's Day? Maybe
1: this year, but generally <laughs> it's just
0: not even worth trying. You
1: might get a table and COVID, but <laughs> yeah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> exactly. I'm totally kidding. No, I know, I know. Um yeah, we celebrate pretty inconsistently. I wouldn't say it's anything that we really spend we, yeah, it, we might be like, "Oh, that's coming up. Um, mm-hmm. But if we do celebrate, it's at home versus out. I can't even remember the last time we spent it at a restaurant. Um, definitely no traditions. I typically do get flowers and we'll exchange cards. Do you guys do cards? We do. Okay. Yes. um but I wouldn't say there's any consistently consistency in how we celebrate, but typically a special meal in, probably. All right. So we tasked ourselves with creating a romantic-ish date night in for the guys. So just kind of with the guys in mind, I guess you could say. Gina, what did you plan and execute for Nick?
0: (laughs) All right. So I do. I probably could use a little bit of work here. Most importantly, I got the kids out of the house. So I had to pat myself on the back for that one. I set up a drop-off. Actually, my dad and his wife, Paula, picked up both of our kids around 3 o'clock that day. Maybe it was four. doesn't matter. So that was great. So we had from four on until the next day at 10 a.m. without kids, which was, you know, it was lovely. So that was first. I would say, you know, after the kids were gone, pretty, pretty soon after that, we decided to start thinking about dinner. I like to eat early. And I think at, at, on that particular day, like neither of us had eaten lunch. So we were kind of ravenous. So we we're like, well, let's start this a little bit early. Uh, I think I opened, no, I had a martini. I had bought a bunch of stuff to make martinis. Like, you know what? He can't drink, but I can. Uh, so like blue cheese stuffed olives, vodka, vermouth, you know, all the good stuff. Lots of olive juice, so delicious. Uh, I can't drink wine because of that that study that I'm in or else I would have had a glass of wine, but the martini was fabulous. Uh, we made pasta carbonara and I'm going to post the recipe on our show notes Although I think I've done it before, but basically what it is, carbonara is an egg, cheese, and cured meat dish with pasta. So you basically whip up a bunch of egg yolks with Parmesan cheese, and then you stir it in to cooked pasta, and then separately, you'll cook your bacon or cured meat of your choice. Or if you want to keep it vegetarian, that's fine too. You don't have to add the bacon. Uh, And then uh, vegetables of your choice. I think I used red pepper and zucchini. It also called for onion, but I don't eat onion and garlic and added that to the pasta. And it was, oh my gosh, it was so good. Actually, this is the second time I've made it. And I would say it was better the second time. It was delicious. Hmm. We got out the eight dates book. we had already read the sort of the intro to the chapter that we were on. And then so we just hit the questions. Um, the, The part, the one that we were on was the arguments and how to fight fair chapter. So that was some interesting conversation. And we had purchased some gourmet cupcakes at a grocery store down the street. Two of our favorite cupcakes. So one, I think I've talked about it on this podcast before. It's a vanilla cupcake with like a custard, very light amount of custard in the center topped with a really, really sweet buttercream with some almond extract and then slivered sugar-coated almonds on top, which is honestly the, the best bite of dessert I think I've ever had. We got two of those and then two chocolate gourmet cupcakes. So that was, those were delicious. And then we took advantage of a couple of our Christmas gifts that came from Victoria's Secret upstairs. <laughs> oh, and also after that, we ended the night with Rummy Cube. We, we like playing games together. That's something else that I forgot to mention. We, when we first started dating, we used to play Skippo a lot and yeah. which is a card game. I couldn't find Skippo, so we got out Rummy Cube. So that was fun. We like playing games together, especially when the kids aren't around because they typically, you know, take over the games, whatever it is, especially Cameron. He just doesn't know how to play games quite yet. He doesn't really get it, but that was fun. We played a a good long game of Rummy Cube. What about you?
1: I have never even heard of that game, I don't think.
0: It's it's like Rummy, if you've ever played Rummy, but with cubes. (laughs) Huh.
1: Yeah. We should play some games. Yeah. That's a good idea.
0: Love it. I love group uh,
1: games with lots of yeah, people. for sure. Um, so for Mark, I planned an IPA taste test and uh, IPA beers. Uh, mm-hmm. We love those. We are kind of craft beer people. Mm-hmm. Our little corner of Michigan has a lot of them. So I stopped by the liquor store uh, after work one day and just got like singles of a whole bunch of different things. I think I got like 12 and they put it in this paper bag and I was unloading it from my car it breaks because oh, they no. put way too many and it's like the, and so now I have all these individual beers rolling all over the garage and up walks Mark he was out for a walk and so that was not a surprise <laughs> and he's like oh okay well and then he starts telling me oh I've had this one I've had this one because he was he was uh. drilling me as to, it's just weird that I would come home with like 12 individual cans of beer um <laughs> So he was not at all surprised about the IPA taste test. We did have our meal at home. So I made wedge salads with like mm-hmm. some gourmet bacon from actually a brewery. Uh, the one where I was petting Cameron yeah. again, that brewery. oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, Totally a Mark dish. I made a baked jalapeno popper mac and cheese. Whoa, it was so good. And then I tried to recreate um, from a weekend that we were in back in January. We went to um, Ruth's Chris in Indianapolis and had the best peanut butter pie I have ever had. Tried to find the recipe online, couldn't, but found something else. It was very good. Mark said it was a little cream cheesy for him. And I'm like, oh, What's your point? Like cream cheese is not <laughs> and
0: um, there's too much chocolate in this. It's like it's like oh someone gosh. saying that. Like what?
1: I know it, it. It was a very rich meal. Um, but we did the salad and the taste test while the girls were watching a movie. Typically, we like okay. snuggle with them, but we did that while they were up still, and then mm-hmm. uh, did the dinner afterwards. So my plan was <laughs> for it to be a surprise, and I was also going to cook everything while wearing lingerie and like heels. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't do it. I don't know. We, we were just Aww. exhausted. We'll have to do this again next year. It won't be a surprise then, but that's okay. Um, yeah. I mean, the issue was we had reserved an igloo, you know, right after work. It was this, this was a Friday that we had it planned. Um, and so we had had a beer already. So we just kind of like hopped into the taste test. Like, I don't know why it, it was just like weird timing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, And then while we were eating dinner, we worked on a 10, never, not we, I worked on a 10-year bucket list. Mark contributed (laughs) nothing. He said he needed more time to plan. I was like, what? He's like, that's just a big question to spring up on me. So I had on there like Fiji, go back to Maui and do whale watching. Uh Um, I want to go to the, I've been, I said this year until COVID came that I wanted to go to New York and do the Peloton studio and go to the US Open. yeah. Yeah. And so I had all sorts of like travel things added and he he added nothing. He still hasn't. Uh, but I think he enjoyed hearing what I want to do, I guess. And then so pathetic. We were in bed just after nine o'clock because we'd both slept like crap the night before and had worked that day. It was a Friday. So basically, I figured that we would have like upstairs time. No upstairs time. None. Like none. <laughs> none. It was... Um, it was all about the food and drink, which I guess That's is fine. kind of par for the course. But
0: yeah, that yeah. sounds like fun. That that I would have enjoyed that. So if you would have opened okay. that for me, uh, of course, I'm <laughs> glad you weren't in lingerie and heels, but I would have enjoyed that too. But yeah, I would have, I would have enjoyed that. I, I don't know
1: how Mark can enjoy that either for being honest, but <laughs> he does. God love him. So, I know. all right. You're so hilarious. we asked for the guy's feedback, honest feedback. And uh-huh. so what did Nick have for you? Yes. I would say his only, well, a couple things.
0: He said he would have liked to go out first, which is interesting. I don't know if that's because he sells food to restaurants and he wants to support restaurants or I don't know, maybe he, he does like to have appetizers. So perhaps he meant like maybe going out and having an appetizer first and a, a drink, you know, obviously he doesn't drink, but I would have probably enjoyed that. Kind of sounds like that's what you guys maybe did, but not on purpose. <laughs> mm-hmm. He also would have suggested, and I agree, uh, ordering food instead of making it. But a couple things there. I know you would said that too. Your ideal night in would be no dishes, and I totally agree. I hate doing dishes, so if I don't have to do them, I won't. But the cooking part was part of the date, you know. So I ordering out didn't make sense to me. I think that that's one of the reasons why I decided to order or at least buy ahead of time the dessert. So that did, you know, prevent us from having dessert dishes, but ordering out to me would have defeated the purpose. I mean, that's, that was pretty much our whole date making dinner. It was it was a big part of our date, but I agree. I like to order out too. There's pros and cons to both.
1: Now, did uh, Nick cook yeah. with
0: you or no, he did. Yes. Okay, yes, we cooked two together. He he's a better cook than I am. I because he's more particular and precise. I'm just like, nah, throw this in there, throw that. He is. He does it right. <laughs> so Yes, he definitely helped. He's also really good at cooking bacon. <laughs> I don't know. He's got the magic touch. Hmm. I think it would have been fun to have a fun romantic comedy to watch. I know that's so lame, but we honestly never watch movies, and we just watch shows. And it's usually like you know we'll f- pick a show and watch it for three months. We never watch movies together, and I, and we do enjoy romantic comedies. That would have been fun maybe next time. Uh, let's see. Oh, also, you think it's lame to go to bed at 9 o'clock. On this particular <laughs> night, he felt, I don't know why, but compelled to finish working on his basement project. So, you know, after we played Rummy Cube, he's like, well, I'm going to go to the basement and finish working on that. I think it's because he likes to do that at night, but typically since our basement's right below the kids' rooms, He can't because they're asleep. He doesn't want to be too loud. So maybe he thought because they were gone, he would take advantage of this time. I don't know. Was that before or after Nookie? It was definitely after. So no worries there. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, He's a late night person. He could stay up till two and wake up at like five. He's crazy. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would also say... He would have liked to play more games. He, he loves to play games. We both like to play games. So we need to get more adult games that are fun for just two people. All right. What about Mark?
1: <laughs> His feedback was, it was good. That's what. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds so Mark. So um, you know, I think for us, because it's COVID time still, carry out is typical for us on a weeknight so in this instance even though cooking kind of defeats the purpose on a typical weekend for me anyway it felt more special he said that i did cook um so unpack that as you wish but he's i think the 10 year bucket list was a flop uh just cuz he said he needed to t- make more time uh, needed more time to process and kind of think through his responses which is a pretty like typical mark response uh, but that was like the one part of the date that i thought could be romantic. The rest of it was just more fun. And I would say very Mark and very me. I don't know. (laughs) Um, So I think we both would have preferred doing like a a chapter in like our eight dates book, which we haven't picked up in a couple months. Uh, He was, like I said, about the beer flying all over the garage. He wasn't really surprised by anything that I had done. I made the pie like the night before. And there was just certain things like I couldn't have made the pie in my lingerie. I mean, it needed (laughs) like a whole day, like three hours or something to set. Um and I had to make the crust and it was just a lot. Um, the mac and cheese I could have, but anyway, I, I he says that it met his criteria of something planned and something different, so he appreciated the effort and he okay. loved the mac and cheese. He said that was his favorite. Oh, nice! I can't imagine how that would be bad. <laughs> it was pretty remarkable. We have so much leftover, and the kids didn't like it. So. Uh, was it spicy? No, not really. They just hate everything right now. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I feel you. So that was fun. Thanks for thanks for spoiling Nick for a night. And yeah, we'll have to (laughs) make this an annual thing maybe. Totally. I would I would do it again. I've learned some
0: things for sure.
1: Mom win. Favorite new product or recipe, Gina? Yeah. Aldi delivery.
0: I never have done it. Okay. I like Aldi. I don't necessarily love going into Aldi because a couple of reasons. One, our Aldi is really small. And especially these days, it just Feels too cramped, and two, I can't always find everything that I want. I feel like I just I'm just I'm always leaving, having to go to another store. So I don't even go anymore. I went on the app, and it's like they have everything. I don't know if they if they have more access to things on the app, and they're able to get go to different stores. I'm not really sure, but I used the app. I was able to get. I mean, I think they were out of two things. I looked up everything that I would typically purchase at Giant Eagle, which is where I normally shop. And I, they had everything. And it was great. And I could find things in organic or, or not. It, and much cheaper. I probably saved $60 compared to what I normally spend mm-hmm. weekly at the grocery store. And then it came to me in, this, in those boxes. And I just love how they use boxes instead of bags. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I, it was easier to carry in for starters. Uh, but yeah, I'm definitely going to be using Aldi delivery at least twice a month. Did you do like Instacart? I did. Okay. Yep. Isn't that the only thing they have? I mean, it was through the Aldi app.
1: Oh, so I'm not familiar with the Aldi app because I use okay. Instacart, but um, yeah. Cool. I just went to the Aldi app and then it, it brought me to Instacart. Welcome yeah, to the straight. club. It's a beautiful yes. thing, that Aldi delivery.
0: Oh, it feels love so it. good to be here. Uh, and then I want to also add... <laughs> Um, that I, I tried salmon in the air fryer. I will put the recipe in my show notes, in my show notes, in these show notes. It was, it was a Cajun salmon, delicious, not only delicious, but so easy, so moist. I'm always afraid that I'm going to overcook or undercook salmon, but this was just perfection. So
1: I'm excited to try that. Yeah. We are remaking tonight. The air fryer pork chops I told you about. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, cause Shay was not around for the last one. And if Shay's, you should have seen those two today's, um, Martin Luther King Jr. Day for anybody who listened, we're recording a little bit ahead and, um, the, they just tore, I had one chicken like drumstick that I had reheated from leftovers from a restaurant and those two were nibbling on the bone. I mean, they are, they seem to be decent protein eaters. So we'll see how pork chops go tonight. All right. Um, My mom win was also a recipe fish tacos with tilapia. I'm not a huge. Okay. When I buy tilapia frozen, they're so thin.
0: Oh, I hate tilapia. I
1: cannot handle tilapia. Okay. So I would put myself in that. Oh, okay. I would put myself in that category too, Gina. However, the Aldi tilapia. Yeah. It comes like vacuum sealed. It's not thin and disgusting like the frozen stuff. These tacos were so good. It, it had like a cumin and a cayenne rub with like a little bit of salt and pepper. And then mm-hmm. it was just basic. You mixed like a little bit of Greek yogurt with some mayonnaise and a couple spices and lime juice. And then it just had like avocado and cabbage. And they yeah. were just so good. It just hit the spot. I'm they sorry. Were, they were simple. When you said
0: you got them from Aldi, were they, were they not frozen?
1: The, no. the tilapia. The tilapia was
0: fresh. Oh. Mm-hmm. So they have fresh, I did not, I didn't know they had fresh fish,
1: it, my but Aldi it was does. vacuum sealed. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's, that's really good to know. Oh, I just
0: love it even I, more now.
1: Well, oh, Gina, <laughs> welcome. It is, it is, like you said, it's a great place to be. Love all day <laughs> delivery. All right. Read a review. Wahoo! 8 <laughs> uh, said, great food and health podcast. I've come to love this podcast. I listen every Sunday morning while I grocery shop. Huh, funny. Uh, Nicole and Gina are knowledgeable, honest, and fun. I enjoy hearing about both parenting and nutrition topics. I always learn something new or get an idea of something to try.
0: Nice. Thank you. Very All nice. Right. So, coming up on Valentine's Day, February 14th, I am so excited for this episode. We will be dishing about love your body or about loving your body with the What Fresh Hell hosts, Margaret and Amy. If you've not heard that podcast, you're going to have to check it out. But until then, Keep in touch with us on social media at Dietitians Dish Podcast on both Facebook and Instagram and check out all of our episodes and show notes on our website, dietitiansdishpodcast.com. Also, please tell your friends about us. We'd appreciate it. They can find us on numerous outlets such as Overcast, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and Pocket Cast. If you listen on iTunes, be sure to leave us a review. We promise it only takes a few seconds. Okay, until next time, everyone, be well. And Nicole, we'll chat soon. Take care, Gina. Bye-bye.
1: Thank you for listening for the podcast. Bye-bye.